Yeah, yeah, what's going on? Back at it again. This is Super Dave with another episode of the PA Political Revolution Podcast. And I want to say salute to all my supporters out there, all of the continuing supporters, all of the new supporters that just recently got a got a whiff of what I'm doing over here on the podcast. I want to say salute to you all and thank you very much. And I do apologize. I haven't gotten a chance to get back um, back at you with the Sooner podcast. Um, and appreciate you for the support for the previous podcast when I exposed these gangster pastors, right? Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I thank all of y'all, right? Today is going to be another good one. I did a few notes. I didn't want to get bogged down on those. But I'm going to kind of be freestyling this one again going to be talking about these weirdo pastors, not pastors, these weirdo politicians, and we're going to go ahead and jump in the school system a little bit, right? First, what I want to kind of talk about is, people, you have to watch out for all of these people that talk about the wannabe politicians, right? We have a lot of strange and weird people jumping into this political realm. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy with all of the baggage that these politicians have, right? And remember when I tell you um, um, controlling puppet masters, they like to make little jokes. They try to give you some of the worst, some of the strangest politicians, right? And, and put them in our community, put them in the black community right here in Port Arthur, Texas. Now, basically what... what, what Decide me that what, what, what finally wanted me to do this post, right? Want to do this podcast? I put a post. Let me go ahead and read it to you. Is it just me? But um, is anybody else sick or tired of these clowns acting like a circus sideshow? Is anybody else tired of seeing black pastors and politicians act like gangsters, actors, singers, rappers, record label execs? Executives, uh, background dancers, game show hosts, models, Santa Claus, Jesus, and any other childhood aspiration they want to be. I've never seen white folks do all of this shucking and jiving, dancing, putting on this makeup, and all of these craps as a politician or a pastor. These clowns are too weird for me. See, I'm a person like this, right? I want my politicians to be politicians. I want my I want the politics to be politicking. So in saying that, when I have a politician, when I kind of notice all of these different type of personality, different type of attitudes, it brings up red flags, right? And I'm gonna go into a couple of politicians that, that gives up some red flags, right? First we wanna get one. This, this gives some small red flags. I don't want to, I'm trying to try not to call our names, but you know, it, I might, hey, I may, it may slip out or so, you know, I apologize. But the thing is, me saying this is not anything personal to these actual politicians, pastors, or whoever, right? Nothing personal with them. But I want to critique the actions that they're doing and the things that they have on their resume, right? Um, oh, again, everything on here is alleged and is my opinion, right? 
just like Tasha K say, right, for her unwind, hey, uh, even my name is alleged. So, you know, take that little cue from her. Everything on here is alleged, including my name, Super Dave. So, with that being said, let me continue. Now, we have one, one, well, one politician I'm, I'm going to kind of bring to talking about, right? That this young man here, he seems to have a lot going on, right? Now, he's either the, the city council or the school board. He has a lot of things going on where I feel that he doesn't give this office all of the attention that it should be. Have one, he, he, I think he has in his profile, wants to be like a game, a talk show host, a singer, an actor. Time we have one of these poly- and before before I say that right before I noticed this when I used to see him in the newspaper like every other week I was like god damn do they have any more people that represent the school anytime they had the school in the paper I used to seeing this young man he, he was a, 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 a statue pretty much a, a permanent figure in the local paper news in the Philadelphia news so I'm like wow why is they promoting this guy so goddamn much in the newspaper then you know um figured out he has a name you know he has a common you know a um a rememberable last name for the city right so and i seen when he came out of the high school then he ran for a position and i said oh okay you know, i understand now this is the reason why he was promoting this guy so much you understand politics, you can kind of see these things pretty much um, go down right in front of your face. If you see, if you have a school with however many thousands of people, and they particularly highlight on one individual with a common last name of an educator that's in the high school, red flags need to go up, right? Somebody is promoting them, they're pushing them there for whatever reason. They're pushing them to do something. They're trying to trying to create a, a false legacy of the person, trying to create a false um, a false resume of that person, right? So that's why I'm like, man, look, you need to, as as, politi- as as citizens, right, you need to be aware of the truth of the of the, the baggage that these things, that, that these politicians come with, right? And also, I'm going to go go to another one. This is one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this. I've seen this other guy, right? And again, there's nothing personal with these people. I'm just pretty much critiquing on what they have on their own resume, right? What they have on their own website, what they have on their own Facebook, what they have on their own YouTube, TikTok, whatever social media they have. 
I'm pretty much giving you the information that's coming right off of it, right? Now, um, this person right here, they say his education and graduated from honors from a historical St. Augustine High School, received a Bachelor of Science in Biology from Tennessee State University, and has a master's and doctorate in philosophy and theology from California University. So I guess, you know, some type of pastor, right? I want to be a pastor. He also completed, uh, completed every National Leadership Institute, Abundant Life Ministry Schools, and Benningham School of Honors. Okay. And uh, right here, he has something under being a businessman and adventure. And an adventurer. This person serves in multiple locations. He's the CEO of such company. He some type of hairspray. It is sold worldwide and worldwide in our pharmacies. Beauty supply stores, salons, health stores, and all He started the, uh, this product on his own. After he defeated the battle with hair loss, when he introduced it to the market, he discovered spoke for itself by providing many people with great hair growth results. This person is also the founder of such and such, which is a new home development company. Right? So, according to this, he got a, a hairspray development home, a, a pastor, you know, some other stuff. We're going to keep going into it. Uh, so, him and his wife, they offer some real estate and mortgage lending services. So, he's pretty much sell real estate and also there's a lending service, according to them. Now, the music, he has uh, supposedly produced two albums along with several singles which have been gospel billboard hits. His music has been nominated for multiple awards and has transformed the lives of many people, right? His passion for God drives him to sing Christian music, but he also loves inspiration music and understanding that God is love, okay? That's fine, God's love. Author and publisher. This person is the uh, author of books. Uh, like three, four, five. And is available to schools. He's also a publisher. He published multiple types of books for new authors. And he's a publishing company. So he's a publisher. has a uh, publishing company also. He is a former high school biology and chemistry teacher. Okay, so now you got now these people with these connections with the school, you gotta watch out for them. This school is nothing but a, 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 a political rest haven, right? This is where politicians go to get their jobs, try to make, try to get, try to see, act like they're a kid's person, right? They're gonna use the kids against you. Using the kids against you, so watch out. When you have a lot of these, not all of them, of course, not all of them, but when you have certain people that's coming from the school, you just got to be careful of them. You got to be careful of them. Uh, let me see where we are. Oh yeah, he's a he currently the vice president and adjunct professor at some kind of Bible college in New Orleans. Where he teaches New Testament prophecy books and spiritual. So he's kind of all over the place. He has 
hands multiple events, right? Multiple things going on. And he also have some stuff here in Port Arthur, Texas. So um, Bishop Prophet. This is the thing I kind of, I think. Okay, this may be the one of the main ones I'm gonna get to. This person served as a bishop in, uh, of a certain church in Helmand, California, and in New Orleans. He also travels to share the wondrous works of God. By singing and preaching around the world, he periodically holds miracle services and prophecy conferences in various cities, revealing the true power of God. There have been multiple accounts of people sick of cancer, AIDS, and paralysis being healed in his miracle service. Let me repeat that. There have been multiple accounts of people sick of cancer, AIDS, and paralysis being healed in his miracle services. One more time. There have been multiple accounts of people sick of cancer, AIDS, and paralysis being healed in his miracle service. This person has also hosted several TV ministry shows on the CW, CTN, and Public Access. People have witnessed the power of Jesus Christ through the television ministry, and the kingdom of God has been advanced through his effort. Did I read it right? And the kingdom of God has been advanced through his effort. Why? Wow, I just not noticed that. The kingdom of God has been advanced through his efforts, right? Okay. Let's go ahead and break that down, people. This is the type of crap I can't stand right here. I can't stand none of these shucking and driving false prophets, right? Whether it's a pastor, a politician, a citizen, whatever. Don't come tell me you have to use God and get doggone, you know, God and use the Lord's name in vain, right? For instance, right, you have, we have a big thing going on with our brother. I respect and like what he's doing a lot, Mr. Deion Sanders, right? Coach Prime, we all know the story was going on right now. He's left Jackson State University and left Colorado, right? Internet is going nuts over it, but... What a lot of people fail to forget, right? Or don't really understand. Most of the people is not mad that he left, right? A lot of people is mad that he's that he, you know, used the Lord and um and saying that he brought him down there and he's doing this for the Lord. He's doing it for a greater purpose, right? Now the main thing I just want to I don't want to get too much into that, but one of the main one of the reasons, right? When, when people start using the Lord, right, you get a lot of buy-in. They use that to, to go to your heartstrings, right? They use that to go to your heartstrings. And also not, you know, just that, Mr. Uh, Mr. Sanders, right? Brother Dion, he kind of said he wanted to do some revolutionary stuff where he's going to at, at balance the playing fields with HBCUs, right? So the main thing I just want to pull out of there is that, you know, when he used God, if son of a mother here, God wanted to do this and God wanted to do that. That's what usually gets people riled up, right? Whenever you use the Lord. Now, right here is the extreme hyperbole. He's saying in his prophetic type of 
conferences, whatever the hell he has going on, there have been multiple accounts of people sick of cancer, AIDS, and paralysis being healed in his miracle service, right? Now, what you need to ask, right? This, this sounds like nothing but a damn hustle. This gown sounds nothing but a lie, right? And what people need to do before this guy ends up hosting political events, hosting Christmas parties, hosting singing events, hosting concerts, you need to check out the resume of these cats, man. A lot of people have these weirdo type of resumes. And, and some of this stuff, you just can't make this up. You have a guy, right, that's supposedly in all this wonderful stuff, all of this money-making stuff, right, all of these doggone things, he wants to, you know, singing, acting, all this stuff. This guy actually says that he has healed people of cancer, AIDS, and paralysis. Cancer, AIDS, and paralysis. It's sad. I mean, it's sad. And I think people that use the Lord's name and thing, you know, using this stuff are some of the most low-life individuals ever. Because we have, we have a trip. For some reason in Southeast Texas, right, one of the, uh, a friend of mine called it one of the Bible Belt. It's like the Bible Belt of uh, Southeast Texas out here. We have so many political politicians. These pastors want to be in the middle of something. Or here, if you don't have to be a pastor, you got somebody that claims they're affiliated as a church member, a pastor, a singer up in there. They want to start cutting the gospel song. They want to start singing. They want to start um, lying. I mean, you have to tie the fake, the fake spiritualism with the politics, right? You have to understand people use these churches. They use these religious organizations, mainly in the black folk. I don't see them doing this in the white areas, right? The white, Hispanic, the Asian, I don't see them do that over there. I don't see, I don't see politicians using it. Pastors, church, singing, all this stuff and these other ethnicities and uh, races congregations. I, I don't I don't see that. I don't see that. Now uh, humanitarian activists, let's go ahead and check this out. Blue with the recent rise of racism and the wave the wave of uh, police brutality. This guy was motivated to write multiple laws on policing and is still working along with Democrat and Republican elected officials to get these laws into legislation. I haven't heard of one. Let's see what he wrote. To get a better understanding of what police go through, he and his wife enrolled in the Citizens Police Academy to ensure, ensure the laws he authorized were for, for, for fair for both police officers and citizens. Now he also serves as a police chief advisory board member in his city. With his work, he has connected to what goes on with the community and what police can do to keep citizens safe. Man, this guy, I mean, how do you have the time to do all of this? <laughs> See, these people be 
in make-believe land, right? They make believe all of these goddamn things that they can do. They make sure that they're a church person going from California to New Orleans. You have a, used to be a teacher, school teacher, ministry in church. He travels the country. He's on the boards of the school board. I mean, not school board. He's on the police advisory board. I mean, this guy is crazy. You need to check the resume of these people, man. These are some weirdos. Weirdos. Now, this guy, he's also partnered in gun buyback programs to remove the guns out of the hands of the wrong people. He has acknowledged and awarded by the city of New Orleans for his community and peace efforts. Annually, he hosts a Christmas with himself, right? Christmas with himself, himself gives hundreds of quality of toys and bikes and children low-income nurses, businesses along with other businesses and community raise thousands of dollars and helps them give back. Blah, blah, blah. Works with his amazing team to hand the gifts out to children who serve him. He holds political forums to keep community aware of which leaders are being elected in the community. Through his efforts, the best leaders have been put in place. You're a goddamn liar. In order to better equip this community, you are a goddamn lying right there. You don't have no idea what's the best leaders. Through his efforts, the best leaders have been put in place. This person's mentor youth and adults to discover their purpose, choose careers, avoid deterrence, and start businesses. Him and his wife feed the hungry and do their efforts to help the poor and needy in their community. They also do their own form of disaster relief for victims of natural disasters. Wow. Wow, man, wow, wow. Wow, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the main point for that. So again, people, you wondering why that the city has a lot of problems. You're wondering why our kids, our kids being led astray. Now, people, I'm telling you, this is why we have these weirdo politicians, law enforcement officials, singers, all of these crazy people, right? I'm pretty much saying they're pretty much local. You have these people in, the, in these uh, political positions leading your kids astray. You have these gangstified pastors that's pulling guns out on the kids. Well, pulling guns out on kids at the school. They're bringing the guns to the school and pulling them out on them. This is crazy. This is absurd. You have kids, right, are being taught by a former justice of the peace that has gotten himself kicked out of the justice of the peace seat and has been banned from being a justice of the peace, right? You have him as a harm monitor extorting your kids where some people call them small fee or T, right? Some people call them that where if you in the hall service, you give him some money you as a damn high school kid, teenager, you give him some money, he'll let you go with the hall pass, right? He'll let you go without 
without getting retarded or whatever, allegedly, right? This is the kind of people that we have over there. You have another teacher, right? Another substitute teacher that has been alleged to be sleeping with them young girls in the, in, in the high school. Him and another and some other what, law enforcement officials. You have them in a big little, a little big conspiracy that they were sleeping with some of the students. Well, when it was going to get to him, the guy quit, and some say he ran for you know school board, allegedly, right? So you have these predators inside your school system dealing with your kids. Well, the kids already have enough problems as it, as it is, right? You have the school system that has a, 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 a huge drug problem. A huge drug problem with kids overdosing. And from what I'm hearing, one of them died from drugs that was taken at the school and allegedly died somewhere else in the hospital, right? all of these problems in the school district. Bad grades. Um, another um, community person had posted that out of a high number of mother kids, there was a high percentage that went to summer school, right? Because it didn't either, yeah, it didn't put pass the test if I'm not I want to test if I'm not mistaken. So we have a school district with poor performance. We have a school district that can't do anything about bullying. Bullying left and right. We even had a child lose his eye. And his eye poked out. Had his, we either lost his eye or have some eye problems, right? Kids fighting, bringing guns to school. And then, instead of having a plan of action, instead of having a plan of action, right? Puerto Rico, who's making over 200-something thousand a year over there off of your tax dollars. Instead of getting a plan on how to fix this stuff, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. We have a superintendent that encourages the digression of the, the, the degradation of our kids by supporting a liquor store. He supported a liquor store to be put right over there by Thomas Jefferson High School, right? Or, uh, Thomas Jefferson Middle School. Over TJ. TJ on Twin City. And the little, little shopping center right there off uh, Twin City and Duffway. He wrote a support letter to, to uh, the city council to go ahead and put that there. So instead of having a plan, he actually does more to harm your kids, right? And instead of having a plan, he doubles down and says, hey, this is zero tolerance. Now, and instead of taking ownership, right? Instead of taking ownership of what's going on, he wants to blame everything on the parents. 
Now he has a news article, Portery, right? He has a new an article with the Beaumont um, Enterprise where he said one of the biggest things that he wants to do is keep the kids safe. He has failed miserably at that. You have drugs in the school. You have bullying in the school. You have bullying at an all-time high in the school where it's not only coming from the students, it's also coming from the teachers, right? We also had a situation that's on video where a teacher basically instigates a fight. The two kids didn't want to fight, but they were saying that, hey, she ain't want to fight, you scared of her? Nah, she ain't scared of you because when you went up there, you ain't did nothing. Something to that effect. And because of the teacher instigated the fight, the kids start fighting. So what I would hear happen, the teacher had that instigated the fight has gotten fired but rehired. Not only have the teacher been rehired, they put one of the students that she instigated the fight back in her class. People, I'm telling you, these people are instigating the problems with your kids. You have to know that. Look, man, look, I'm trying to tell you. These are the simple psychological games that they play with your kids. They put these trash-ass employees, right, trash-ass people in your school district so they can have a cancerous effect to your kids. It is no reason why that that teacher that instigated a fight should be over there, right? Should be back in school. But you have a trash-ass board, a school board, that from what I heard, voted to let them back in for some reason. People, you need to take control of your school. You need to take control of your students. You need to take control of the district, man. Because if you don't take control of the district and get Portery out of here, right, and get somebody that cares about your kids, they're going to grow up to have more mental problems than they already have, right? Understand, these kids, right, and, and this is to the people that expect the kids to act like parents when they go to school, to act like grown-ups when they go to school. Understand, you can't tell an elementary kid they need to act right when they go to school. Right? You can't tell, you can tell someone to a teenager, right, to act right. But you have to understand, these kids are not, they are just developing into who they want to be, right? Into who they want to be and who they are. They're still developing their emotions. So understand, right, this is most times the school is the kid's first interaction to a group of people. And they're in a group of people for what, about eight, eight hours a day, five days a week, that's just that and that's not including the, the extracurricular activities. Pretty much 40 hours a week almost somewhere around there. So you have kids that's on top of other kids, right? Say for high school. All day for five days out the week. Kids dealing with different personalities, different races, different attitudes, different ideals. 
different religions, different beliefs, different colors, different looks, different likes, different wants, different needs, different different uh, political or socioeconomic statuses. So you're dealing with kids with a variety of different things, right? So with different styles. So you're going to come up to a situation where the kids may be bullied or want to have an argument and a fight, which you need to understand. When you signed up to have the school district, when you signed up to be the superintendent, when you signed up to be a person on the staff, you, you pretty much took something that's either explicitly written or it's implied, right? That you will give the, you will make that facility the safest facility that you can. You have to, you took on the responsibility, especially when you're taking any state money. You're going to have to provide certain things for this state money, right? You're going to have to provide the main thing is a safe environment for the school. Now, PISD have a problem with not letting the parents on the, on the uh, school and not want to talk to the parents, but you seem to have a, a zero tolerance, a zero tolerance when it comes to the kids fighting, right? But you don't have a zero tolerance when it comes from the teachers inciting the kids to fight, right? So you have to understand, people, you are the only thing that's going to get this school great again. Let's make PISD great again, right? So when they took down all three schools and brought everything and merged into one school, right? That's where you have all of these people with all of these different races and ideas in the one huge setting. So obviously you're gonna have some uh, some some issues, right? You know, instead of bringing it down to the more manageable type of of area, you got all these kids in there in one time. Everybody going through, everybody doing the doing the break, lunches, man, look, you're gonna, you're gonna have some issues. And when you decide you should have thought about that when I closed all three high schools down. So now instead of having an um, environment broken up where it may be conducive to learning, now you have everybody jammed into these big high schools, right? You have like about seven or eight elementary schools and what, two middle schools or one ninth grade one middle school that you have the high school I mean come on man y'all need to do look man look there's so many problems with this situation man you need to go in there and try to get all of that up. you try you need to go ahead and and remove all of the problems man and, and it's only going to get there it's only going to get that way unless you do it people you have to demand the removal of Portery. You have to demand the removal of these board members that support Mark Portery. There's no other way. You have to get someone there. I've never seen a superintendent that disrespect parents as much as Portery does, right? And then you have to see it's the network. It's the network that protects them. You have a network from him to the mayor, some of his board members, to all these other people that's affiliated with the school, they never talk about what the school can do. They always talk about it starts at home and starts at home with the parents. But here, you have to understand, the parents don't have a million doggone kids running through the school and, and bullying them at the house. You know what I'm saying? So you have all of these issues and things at the school. 
that's where the focus needs to be. It's not always at the house because at the house, they're not actually fighting with the doggone kids and being bullied and, and you know, having drugs going through that. That's not necessarily the case. But you have all of these things going on at the school. So understand, when you get a group of kids that's bunched up like that, hey, you're going to have some problems. Now, I guarantee you, these kids fighting more at the school than they do at the house. And if they fighting at the home, it's probably something that came from a kid at the school. So you have to understand, man, you need to have them. You need to treat these kids like they're the precious commodities that you want them to be. You have to have people that care. You have to get away from the zero tolerance when it comes to the kids. This has already been studied, right? You had David, um, what's his name? David Banner, rap artist and activist. David Banner come down there, right? Two times, and and one of the first time for sure, he actually went and explained about the zero tolerance policy, where it just feeds the kids, where it turns the school system into the uh, pipeline for the prison. So that's where the school to prison pipeline comes from. All of these zero tolerance attitudes, you, you, you jump on the student, they feeling down. Hell, the student could have been bullied and the student could have been dealing with getting them in, you know, trying to fight themselves off or trying to deal with some stuff. The student may not be a fighter, right? So with your lazy behind as a school administrator or educator, you don't have the time or the energy try to figure things out well you need to find another job because these kids is, is all we have these kids are the future that's going to make Port Arthur you know successful or is going to fall but understand other communities I, I guarantee this I guarantee you Puerto Rico if he ever leaves the school district he will not go to another school district in this area I guarantee you they will not hire him in PIA uh, Groves Port Nature's uh, independent school district. They wouldn't hire him at Needham. I guarantee they wouldn't hire him um, in the immediate area. And if they would hire him in the immediate area, he would have a he would have great supervision. He would have a strong board that's going to keep him in check. But I really doubt that he would he would do anything. Well, he would get hired anywhere around here because of the horrible reputation that he has with the corrupt independent school district. It's just unfathomable, right? So people, you have to understand that it doesn't make any sense when you have more Puerto Rico with the worst record, with, with, with all these problems with the, with the school district, right? All of these problems about teachers physically assaulting students, all with the special needs. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I thought about that, right? have another situation you have special need teachers beating the hell out of these kids man teachers beating the hell out of the kids teachers pulling gun on kids doesn't make any sense he needs to come out here and then he don't even want to give a statement about it he don't want to give a statement about it he just tried to hide it under the rug brush it off he needs to make a statement that say hey we will not tolerate teachers pulling guns on students I mean that's or or students or kids we will not tolerate any violence from special need kids right 
And you have to understand, when you take on the job of a special needs kid, you have to understand they may act unruly, but it doesn't give you the right to punch them and fight them like a, a grown person. Now, they give you certain tools and certain restraints that you have to do. You have to make sure you try to follow those state-sanctioned, you know, um, restraint guidelines, right? If not, just don't do the job. You have to understand, if you can't or you don't want to do the job, how it's supposed to be done, just don't do the job. I understand if you're tired of kids hitting on you, don't be educated. You know what I'm saying? Don't be educated. Don't be dealing with high-risk students that you know that they have some mental issues, right? Or some type of issues that may make them, if you, if that's your excuse, that is making you uh, violent or whatever. So understand, get out that field going to something else, right, if you don't like that. But you should never try to take it, you know, out on a kid, especially if you know that that kid has a mental situation. You need to try to deal with, you know, you can't just hit them with the closed fist and, you know, break break your own rules that you, that you said that you was going to abide by. People, again, you are the only hope. You are these kids' only hope, and portery is not it. You're going to have to remove portery, and portery is not it have to understand portery is such a trash superintendent right it's such a trash superintendent uh, if I'm not mistaken he was a part I know he's a part of at least one 200 million dollar bond issue I believe um, the other 200 million dollar close to 200 so close to almost 400 million dollars in bonds right that went through this city and the school district and you really don't know what it all went to right? you don't know who had jobs locally that had jobs that are able to to say hey I was on a job with this bond money you can't say that money went to the kid you don't have any idea where it went right because you have you know Porter because you know, I suspect that that's the main reason why they have Porter they try to get these bonds going and drain the financial resources out of this city and look, understand, now, with all of these problems in the doggone city, right, you had to have known I almost I almost had a heart attack when I seen the Greater Chamber of Commerce, right? Greater Chamber of Commerce was supposed to be given Puerto Rico some type of award. What? What in the heck they want to give Puerto Rico an award for? What type of measurable, what type, what, what, what's, what's anything tangible and measurable that he has done that you can tell me that has been consistent throughout his employment as a superintendent of the school district? Give me something that is tangible, right? That you can say he has done that positively affect the school district and that would warrant an award, right? I don't see anything that's measurable. You know, it's my opinion. But hell, I could be wrong. Somebody point that out. But you have to say, Mark Porter, hey, you received an award. Now, from this chamber, right, from this greater chamber of commerce, I haven't seen them get any other school dish. Now, they, they don't just serve Port Arthur. No, they say Port Arthur, but they are the greater greater Port Arthur chamber of commerce. And they deal with a lot of people besides Port Arthur. They don't. Hell, you don't know too many local businesses that's getting money here. So, 
is usually other people from outside or for other soul. I've never seen them give this Arthur Steelwell award, you know, to any other school district or anything. But, but anyway, and, and if you look some of the, if you look at some of the um, the people that's got it, it's mostly some of these business people, right? Business people that have different business interests in Port Arthur. I think some uh, plant people, uh, with Jeff Hayes, real estate guy, but uh, Paul Parker, the uh, uh, with Sam Monroe of the school district, right? Sam Monroe being the master guy. So you have to understand, right? Also, within this little network, they create these different false type of awards, right? They create these make made up, make believe awards. Some have a better name than others, right? They make these fake awards to try to make you as a citizen, right, think that they're doing something. If you see a person get a whole bunch of awards, you're going to think they do something. But no, this is just a simple trick. This is a simple trick, right, to try to quell, to, to, to quash any type of um, any any type of fire that's being put on, put on them, right? Right now, Mark Portery has a, has a good fire on it. He, he has a lot of issues going on with the with one of his uh, choir persons pulling a gun out, one of his political choir pastors pulling a gun out on somebody at the school with all of these teacher um, inciting fights, all of these kind of crazy issues going on, right? And I'm suspecting that's why they're trying to give him a award, to make unknowing citizens people that's naive to figure that he's doing a good job but hell you can see he's not doing a good job so you all need to understand that the only way out of this is to get Puerto Rico out of here right and you have to get these clown um, board members out of here like RT right and you also have these other young individuals on here right but you know, nothing against them young individuals that they just don't have the experience to deal with the problems, right? You have some people look at Puerto Rico, what I think what one may have graduated under Puerto Rico, right? So you have these people looking at Puerto Rico as a as a supervisor instead of a subordinate, right? He looks at he look they look at Puerto Rico like they're they're beneath them and they're the board members. So that's why you have this issue. Think about it. What we doing in PA politically, right? Why do you think they're doing it the other way? They don't have that many young school board members like three of them. You got three. You don't see that many young school board members in other cities, right? That one eighteen. I think with Barty maybe the oldest one, not the young one. So I mean, it's just it's, it's just crazy all the way around, right? We are doing some of this clown sideshow Bob type of antics, and we're paying for it. People, you have to put all of this together. These clown politicians, these sideshow, it's a network of sideshow Bob son of a guns, right? All of these clowns, they're all together in this network that's just taking these school jobs and making your kids dumb. They're dumbing down the intelligence of your kids, and they don't have the, they don't have the intelligence, right? They don't have the intelligence or the will to fix it at the school district. They will not get it fixed, people. Your kids is on a, a slow road to the prison dealing with these educators individuals because like they say, they don't have the time or the energy 
to deal with your kids, right? So instead of doing something that's going to get them out of the prisoner pipeline, they have given up on your kids, right? This school district has given up on your kids where they will put them into the prisoner pipeline with the zero tolerance policy. Now it's strange that this zero tolerance policy is only for the students and not the actual teachers that instigate the fights, right? So people understand who's really getting, who's really, who's really looking out for the kids. Why is it that the kids have a zero tolerance, but the teachers do not? Now look, it's my opinion, these clowns over here are just straight criminals. They don't have no understanding on what the right thing to do, and if they do, they refuse to do it. People understand, we all we got. As parents and as citizens, we have to remove these crazy clowns, right? Look, look, they just recycle these trash, trash educators and stuff. Now, luckily, we didn't get this board tier to JP, right? We didn't get the school board board tier to JP, or that would just continue the degradation of your kids. Your kids have been blamed for everything going on in this school. I mean, man, it's, it's, uh, we, 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 we dodged the bullet right there, thankfully. But look, man, in conclusion, this is your boy, Super Dave, with the PA Political Revolution Podcast, giving you a monologue on my opinion of what's going on with the school system, what's going on with these politicians, how in getting these clown-ass politicians will affect your city and will affect your school. And the only way we need to, to fix this is to get rid of them. Now, now, hey, I can only give you the information, and it's up to me and you to go ahead and take action. And sometimes you have to shut this joker down in, in true revolution fashion, right? You have to just go through and clean house on your school district. You need to hold these superintendents and these board members accountable. I mean, like, you need to go run up in their face. I'm telling you, you need to run up in their face, get a camera. Mark Portrick was your plan on doing this. School board member such and such was your plan on doing this. How are you going to go ahead and fix it? Why did you let this person back into school? I like, man, it's crazy. Again, this is Super Day with the PA Political Revolution Podcast. Go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and share this video. Take it easy. Peace.